Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, yeah, the grass is green. But it's no what it seems. Cause when you think you want it, you just need it. I'm gonna live where the green grass grows. Watch my corn pop up in rows. The grass is always green around the other side. It's green and growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. Welcome back to Green and Growing on WSB. I am your host, Ashley Frasca. Also keeping a close eye on the roads. I can't let the traffic part of me stray too far because I'm kind of keeping an eye on some of those snow showers that are moving out of northwest Georgia right now. But uh, Boss Hog. Our boss, our program director, says no snowfall yet in Woodstock for he and I. That's great news. But per Channel 2 Action News this morning, Pickens and the northwest area, they're following some snowfall in Gordon County. So y'all be weather aware today with a winter weather advisory. Thankfully, it's not really going to be any kind of sleeting situation or frozen precipitation, you know, making the roads icy. But keep it here to 95.5 WSB and read Kirk Mellish's blog on WSBradio.com. That's going to be a great resource. So one of the fun things you can get out and do today if you want to wait for it to warm up a little bit the north atlanta home show that is happening at the infinite energy center the infinite energy forum today and tomorrow doors open this morning at 10 a.m so i am not there but uh dave baker host of the home fix it show will of course be on the stage from 10 to noon and then uh, belinda skelton with atlanta living from one to three you need to check out the uh, ask a master gardener booth that's sponsored by the uga cooperative extension gwinnett county office and the outdoor oasis is beautiful showcasing some of the very best modern outdoor living features. I can't wait to see that. Get tickets online or just check out some of the features and some of the speakers, NorthAtlantaHomeShow.com. So now we want to make somebody happy. We want to give away the weekend prize pack. This is a time you dial a special number. Don't start dialing the the usual phone number just yet, but a pair of tickets to see James Taylor and his all-star band with special guest Jackson Brown on June 29th at Infinite Energy Arena. Tickets are on sale now at InfiniteEnergyCenter.com. Com. Justin, we're going to take caller number two. They got to be quick. 404 741 0750. 404 741 0750 is the prize line. So good luck to all of you. So, Mickey, you have sat patiently in the studio today and We've just um we've we've had a good time, but just kind of taking it all in. Oh yeah, I've had fun. I've learned so much. Thank you. I'm Sometimes really glad. It's good for me to just keep my mouth shut. You me know? too. <laughs> I, I'm I'm used to talking. I'm paid to talk, and I kind of forget. Yeah, like just stop and listen, right? So we are going to be taking more of your calls as well. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty doesn't have to be about birding by any means, but that was kind of the topic of the show today. So attracting birds to your backyard. When I took the class at Pike Nursery in West Cobb a couple of weeks ago, and and you taught that class at that specific location. Five things or so that birds need to survive and things that we can help them with. That's right. And that's like almost all of living creatures need food. They need water. They need shelter from the enemies and from the, the elements and a place to raise their young. 
And if they have those things, then you're going to have birds come to your yard. And different birds have different needs. They have different foods they like. Some of them will only eat seeds. Some will only eat berries. Some will only eat insects. Some will only eat nectar. And if you provide those things, and some of them will eat anything. And uh, if you That's provide my kind those of things, yeah, yeah, <laughs> then you ought to like grackles and blue jays. Yes, How about that? right. And they are smart birds. They're oh, birds. blue jays are so smart. So, yeah, they're corvids. They're really smart birds. But anyway, uh, if you provide these things, then you're going to have a, a more diverse uh, group of, of birds than you would if you just had one feeder. You can have birds come and not have a feeder in your yard. But if you have my, I was telling you this earlier, my favorite as far as a plant for the birds, they're my two favorite things are a Nellie Stevens holly because that provides uh, food for the berry eaters. It provides a place for them, a shelter, and a place for some of them to raise their young. And uh, as far as another plant would probably be echinacea. Ooh, I love that yeah. because that's a great seed plant. And the blue um, salvia, the black and blue salvia for the hummingbirds. So if you have those things, you're going to have plenty of birds. I love that. And two, when you think about feeders, if you're just wanting to get started with birding and you're thinking about feeders, they range in price. I mean, you can get a cheap feeder or you can really pay top dollar to get one that's squirrel proof and self-cleaning and does all this other stuff. But when you're scoping out feeders, don't be intimidated if the shape or the size is a little bit different because there are certain feeders for certain seed like thistle for example, tiny, tiny, tiny skinny black seed that goldfinches like. Those feeders are kind of fun and kind of different, but you have to make sure that you put the right food and the right feeder, and then there's suet feeders. That's that's something a a little different. So not everything's just, I need to go buy a bag of bird seed. No, absolutely. And then talk about water sources too. We obviously have a lot of man-made lakes in some of these nicer, newer neighborhoods and creeks and streams and things in Georgia, but the importance of of them always having a water source. Right. Right now, obviously, it's not real important that we provide something because there are mud puddles out there for them. But when it's really, really hot and dry or when it's frozen, those are the times that it's so important that we provide them. And birds like moving water, so they like to see the water move. And they also like very shallow you know, we see these bird baths that have got that are you know eight inches deep and slick. Those are not. They, they don't need a swimming pool. <laughs> they don't want a swimming pool. Not many of them want to swim. So I would say something that was shallow and rough on the bottom. That's really neat. And then we talked about shelter. So shrubbery, native plants, things like that you can plant. And tell us just a little bit about a few different types of birdhouses that we could look at that may be fun and different. Well, there are different birds. Birds like. Just like their food, there's some of them that are particular about the kind of birdhouse they're in. The bluebirds are so picky. That's one reason they're they're you know have problems with with a place to stay. Um, they like their uh, deep cavity. They like their bird houses facing to an open area. They want it to be in a, on a steady. Uh, post they don't want it wiggling around wrens on the other hand will nest anywhere yeah that's summer house wrens and you might find a nest somewhere weird in your house or gutter or Or in your ferns they're always Uh the people always say i've got this bird nesting in my fern um but they'll nest it just about anywhere so just different ones or different things and we have cavity dwellers and then we have the ones that are shrub nesters that nest in the trees some of them nest high in the trees some of them low we have ground nesters um that nest. kill deer are one we always have at the store it's a little bird with a round um 
uh, ring around his neck. Huh. Is he larger or smaller? He's medium size. Okay. And when their babies are born, they're at their, it's called precocial. They're able to run around like chickens. They're not they're not helpless like the other birds because they are right on the ground. We see them at work all the time. And when the mama, I don't know whether you want to hear this, not, when the mama sees somebody coming at them in order to protect her baby, she acts like she's hurt. Oh. And she flops around and then you go after her. And um, Aww, she just throws herself her, in front yeah. of a moving train yeah. for her children. Yeah, to keep her babies safe. And that's safe. kill deer? Kill deer. Was okay. the name of those birds. Uh-huh. Interesting. So you know what I found amongst some of my production work for this show? uh, I put together a piece that played right in the six o'clock hour from the the class that Mickey had at the West Cobb Pike Nursery. I was able to find some bird sounds as some of the students in your class mentioned different birds. I went to this cool website, (laughs) bird-sounds.net, bird-sounds.net. And man, I mean, and that's so not a Georgia ones. website by any means. I think it was created like in Denmark or something. But if you've ever heard some bird sound, just kind of click through there. If you know the birds that you've got and you want to make sure, you know, what they sound like, that's a pretty neat website. Oh, yeah. It's, I bet that sounds great. We used to have a little thing you could buy at Pikes with the different sounds on it. I don't know if we're still selling that or not. That is that so fun. interesting. And folks, what I've done for you, if you are curious, if we piqued your curiosity today about birding, I've created a birding checklist, just some of the things that I know that I've got that I rely on to watch birds on the back deck and to kind of keep that environment healthy. And you don't have to have a backyard. You don't have to have a deck. You can go see them in the parks. You can see them on your walks or someplace like Smith Gilbert Gardens in Cobb County where you can just go for the day and kind of see the environment. So I created this birding checklist for you. Find it on my Facebook page, Green and Growing WSB. I hope you can find it helpful. 404-872-0750. Let's talk to Claudia in Lawrenceville. Good morning, Claudia. Good morning, Ashley. Hey, what do you have for us today? We have a bird. It's about four or five inches long, and it's kind of chunky looking. The only picture that I can find in the Georgia gardening book that kind of looks like it is a northern mark, mockingbird. Oh. And, but he's running all of our birds away. It could be a cat bird. Do you know what a cat is? it real dark? No, it's a light Lighter green. Color. Yeah. And it just started about a month ago. I mean, it runs our red birds off. The little small birds, we had uh, um, the finch feeder and the suet feeder and a larger uh, feeder. Anytime a bird comes in and sits down to eat, here comes this big bird, and it will run them off. And then it will sit in the tree waiting for them to come back. Jeez, he's a bully. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And so we've moved. Um, we moved the suet and the uh, finch feeder to the front yard. Well, he went out there. <laughs> and Not very started, nice. Right, and throw, running them away. Now, we moved our bigger feeder into the backyard, and I have seen the birds going down to that. And I haven't seen him. I don't think he's found that one. Try to take a picture of him. I think that my husband. My husband actually took one this morning. He finally got his photo lens on it. But I would love, it to yeah, I would yeah. love if you could share that with me, Claudia, on on Facebook. Find either my my page, Ashley Frasco, or Green and Growing WSB, and submit that. And then once we find out what bird it is. Maybe we could kind of yeah. see what food he's attracted to, and we could kind of steer you in another direction of maybe offering another kind of food that other birds would have the opportunity to eat and enjoy, and he wouldn't be so attracted to it. So 
Interesting observation. I'm very curious to know that. Thanks for the call, Claudia. And I want Scott and Mableton to hang on. A great question about Nandina and Lorraine and Monroe. A question about watering for birds and all of that. So more of your calls coming up on Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca here on 95.5 WSB. Scott Slade here on your WSB Weekend. Enjoy Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca and Dave Baker's Home Fix-It this morning on 95.5 WSB. The WSB News team, meteorologist Kirk Mellish and I, will be here Monday morning with Atlanta's Morning News. Here's Ashley. We had a listener walk away as a winner of a pair of tickets to see James Taylor in June at Infinite Energy Arena. So congratulations. Enjoy that. Your weather update brought to you by Finley Roofing today. Yeah, so you're saying there's a chance of snow. We're already seeing it up in northwest Georgia. Now it's headed down to like Forsyth, North Fulton, and Cherokee counties. So y'all just stay inside for a little bit longer. A lot of that should end around 1 p.m. or 2, give or take a couple hours, says meteorologist Kirk Mellish. Highs today only in the mid-40s, lows in the low 30s. And then tomorrow, mix of sun and clouds, high of 57, low of 44. Your garden to-do list now. Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca. Here's your garden to-do list this week. So tomorrow may be a good day to tackle some of these, but a lot of you have said, I just want you to keep it simple, Ashley. I want you to just tell me what I need to do this weekend and make it easy. So cutting back pampas grass or maiden grass, if you've got some of that, now's a great time to do that. Leave the brown stems about 12 inches high. If you're growing peach trees and you're new to that, don't prune them yet, but apply horticultural oil now is a good time prior to the onset of the bud swell. That's going to keep a lot of pests away. And controlling your English ivy now that you can kind of get a good look at where it is and how invasive it is or going up any trees, use a weed eater, use Roundup, even manual removal can start the process there. 404-872-0750. Thank you, Scott in Mableton for hanging on so long. How can we help? Hey, um, I live on Nickajack Creek, and we're just, we're blessed with all the birds. It's just amazing. And um, I haven't read it anywhere, but I've been told by a knowledgeable source that the red berries on Nandinas are like arsenic, poison to birds. Is that true? You know, there was something going around years and years ago about cedar waxwings, which are one of our favorite, most colorful Mm -hmm. bird. He's blue and yellow and black, that some of those Nandina berries could be poisoning them. And Mickey, what do you think the final say was? I think they've come to the conclusion that they're not now. Mm -hmm. So I I don't think they are. I think it was like... Um, cell phones cause brain cancer. You know, and Scott, I think what a lot of that was was they were gorging themselves because right. maybe the the climate, mm. you know, and the weather at that time that year when this was really noticeable by a lot of folks, they were just right. intaking too many. So thankfully, no, I think the verdict Nothing. is still we like our Nandinas. They and do plant a lot of the Benditas for us, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they do. That. Yeah, they yes. transfer the seed. Yes. <laughs> Okay, okay, well, great. Uh, That's good news, and uh, I do appreciate your time. I really appreciate you hanging in there and being part of the show, Scott. That means a lot. Our second show, Green and Growing, still off and running here, coming up on 8.30, so another half hour. And coming up, Mickey will share with you the Pikes pick and more of your calls to 404-872-0750. And a reminder about the Great Backyard Bird Count, all that and more coming up with Ashley Frasca on 95.5 WSB. It's Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. 
We're back on Green and Growing for the final cold half hour of the show. And don't forget, Dave Baker will be broadcasting live from the North Atlanta Home Show. His show begins at 9, but the doors don't open till 10. So you'll be able to see Dave Baker live in person for two hours. Lucky you, 10 to noon. And then Belinda Skelton, Atlanta's Living, she'll be on stage from 1 to 3 o'clock. And of course, all that right here on 95.5 WSB. So Mickey Gasaway, this is really cool. We're two for two here on being able to do the Pikes Pick in person. Yes. You don't have to call in. Here right. We so this one goes along with the class, and it all kind of makes sense. We're a week before Valentine's Day. What you got? I'm off. No, no you're, you're, you're well, on. I didn't look like I was off. Okay. Um, today it's orchids, and we are so excited because it's just, they're so beautiful this time of year, and they make a great Valentine gift. So hopefully everybody will come in and get their orchids. We've got all different kinds. Uh, we've got the beginner orchids, which is what people usually start with. Oh. Those are the phalaenopsis or the moth orchids. They're the easiest. And uh, so hopefully everybody in all different colors. They're beautiful, yeah, aren't they? They are beautiful. So I'm going to drop some knowledge on you like I did. Okay. We talked about this in the uh, houseplant quiz last yep. week. Orchids are epiphytes. That's exactly right. And epiphytes. what does that mean? That means that they grow on another living organism, but don't take away. They don't harm. So in like crooks of trees they grow and in the things crotches like that. of trees. That's yeah. right. So Where how cool is that? Yeah. So that's why when you plant them, you don't put them in soil. You put them in ground bark or they call it an orchid mix or an orchid bark. You grow them in there. And they, they have the air roots, you know, when you see actually the thick roots coming up out of and the bark. And what are those called? Air roots? Epiphytic roots. Whoa. That big word you Whoa, did. there's that big. That's right. And, you know, every time I have spelled, I have spelled the word epiphytes like a few times these mm-hmm. last couple of weeks, which is which is weird. And uh, even the uh, like word document says I'm misspelling it. So it doesn't even oh, it identify. Does. That word is so scientific and so sophisticated that it's telling me it's not a word, but it is. So what I do success, I'm, I'm slowly gaining success with Good. orchids because I have killed two. I'm not going to lie. And once they're gone, they're gone. And you're really sad about it. So I'm learning from my mother-in-law who has great success with orchids. Like people bring her orchids and say, hey, bring this back to life or rejuvenate this and I'll take it back. So she just has kind of accumulated a a collection. Yeah, orchids. So the right sunlight for sure is really key. They do love sunlight, not bright, direct sunlight, but just bright light in through the window and, you know, maybe the eastern side of your home. Perfect. We've always been told mickey that like dropping an ice cube is a good way to water an orchid but let me tell you a a better way that i found once a week you know how like they're they're in a pot they're in a nice colored pot but then there's a clear container inside of that pot you know so you actually take that clear container out of your colored pot and soak it i soak it in water i soak the entire thing for about one hour each week that's it okay and then let it drain and then put it back in the pot and l- very light fertilization. I mean, you do not need to do that, but maybe three times a year, right? Now, I fertilize my orchids more often. You do? I fertilize them when they're not blooming. When they're blooming, I don't fertilize them. But when they're not blooming, I do them about a fourth strength or half strength, and then I do it every time. So I just have a uh, a jug with that already mixed up, and that's what I put them in. Well, and you got to be careful too, because I did mess one up one time. The fertilizer was too strong, yeah. and it burned it. Yeah. So kind of what trick I'm going to try to do is like soak it and water it real good, and then maybe do the fertilizer like the next day while it's still a little wet, and it's not going to be such a shock getting or that cut fertilizer. The fertilizer down. Don't do it so okay. strong. Do it like a fourth to a half. 
and and that helps a lot. And also use I the fertilizer I use is the one that um, it doesn't have any urea in it hmm. because that works better because it takes soil to break down urea. So that's good. So if anybody that. that wants to learn more about mm. orchids and you've just been dying to have success <clears throat> with these, yes. Pike Nursery can help. There is a class today about orchids. Yes, and it's it's not at all the stores, but it's at a lot of the stores. And so you can come in. We're having one at West Cobb. So what's the what's the website where they would find what stores are offering it? What do you think? Pikenursery.com. Yes, very good. So pikenursery.com is where you want to go, folks. The class starts at 10 at the locations that aren't full already. And it would be nice if you would register online and just give them a heads yeah. up. You're going to be there. So go to pikenursery.com, do the free registration, and then show up at 10. Yes, you're going to love it. It's really so are. much fun. And they'll kind of give you all the tools and tricks and tips. And one more thing I was going to mention is that we're having our job fair this week at, so if, at Pike Nursery. So if anybody's interested in what a fun job it is to work at Pike's, on the 13th, all of the stores are having a job fair. So everybody will just stop in and see what you've Find out. So that'll be Thursday, February 13th. Yeah. What a good summer job, too, oh, for kids. Well, and spring primarily. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, this is mostly spring. Getting ready to get up and running yes. and really busy. So much fun. Love it. 404-872-0750. Next, we go to Lorraine in Monroe. Hey, good morning, Lorraine. Good morning, Ashley, and congratulations on your show. Thank you. Hope you're enjoying the birding talk. Well, I am, but I'm a retired extension agent in Walton County, and I want to know Walter many, many years. <laughs> we go way back. Oh. But anyway, I wanted to just share a little thing that I have with my birds. Sure. We live kind of in a semi-rural area in Walton County and have lots of birds, and I have lots of plants that give them a lot of food, but um, with but what I found that works really well is I had some bird baths and the um, stand uh, kind of crumbled. So I kept the bird bath itself mm-hmm. and I put them on the ground and the birds love them that, that height. And in the summertime, the birds will absolutely line up to come and get the uh, water around 5 o'clock. It is amazing. They just fly in in herds or flocks. And so it's at ground level. Yes. And yeah, maybe they know that that's the safe time of day, like the squirrels are out shopping at the grocery store or something, and they just know like (laughs) 5 p.m. is the safe time. they're still on their stands, and the big birds like those. Mm -hmm. But in those, I put broken brick or a big rock, and the little birds can get the water from there. They're, They're too small to get it from the sides like the big birds. Right, but they love these on the ground, and I don't have any predators That's right. that are going to bother them, so they feel kind of comfortable there. But it's just really amazing at, at how much, how many in the summertime at, at five o'clock they are <laughs> going to show up for their water bath. Isn't that fun? So Lorraine makes a good point that if you have a broken bird bath, maybe where the top you know came removed from the pedestal, it's not a lost cause. That's right. Oh, thank you so Good much idea. for the call, Lorraine, and thank. Thank you for sharing your knowledge. I look forward to maybe hearing from you more often since you've got so much experience and a former master gardener and all that. Definitely do call more often. And speaking of master gardeners, I think Richard in Kennesaw has a great question about that. Hey, Richard. Good morning, Ashley. How are you doing? Great. How can we help you? Well, congratulations on your new show. It's good to see somebody get a chance that works hard and loyal. Thank you. Oh, I so appreciate that. Thank you. 
Well, I have, uh, I'm getting ready to retire here in a couple months. Congratulations. Uh, like to be a master gardener, I like to play around in the yard. I'm trying yeah. to find some information. I've been on Walter's website. I've been on the Cobb County Extension. I'm out West Cobb, and I'm just looking for information on you know, what's involved, how many classes, how many hours, where they offered at, et cetera. So generally, county by county, the guidelines are the same, but the class schedules are different and the speakers and the seminars that are offered may be different. But generally, you're going to have a rotation of all of the same courses, whether you took it into Cab County or Cobb County. So Mickey, kind of speak really quickly to A, what classes he would expect or seminars and then the volunteer hours. There are different things. Like you said, I'm doing the classes for I'm teaching the classes for Paulding County and I think Bartow County on um perennials and annuals and then there'll be another one on trees there'll be one on soils um it's just very interesting i did the master gardener class in 1983 that's how all this got started for me and uh it's just been a great learning experience and i learn every time i go to a meeting yeah and and then the volunteer hours that follow that up you're required to really you know dig your heels in and and give back to the community so many hours for after you give your that's good that's good yeah and and, i mean you really get to you know use your experience out in the streets so to speak and and they put you to work so richard and a lot of times the class schedules vary you know by county like for years i opened the show talking about in cherokee county i was never able to do the master gardener program for these last eight years because it was during the week and i was here and so now this year cherokee county is offering the classes on saturdays so i'm able to do that but i want you to go back to extension.uga.edu extension.uga.edu and just give the Cobb County office a call because it may be tricky to find their class schedule. Some counties haven't even posted a class schedule yet because they'll offer it in the fall, but it is once a year. So whether you're hitting it up now or they have fall classes offered, that's going to be your most direct source, giving that office a call and making sure you can get to the classes. When do you retire? What month? Oh, I get uh, March 31st. Ah, nice, oh, yeah. nice. So, so, yeah, it would be ideal for you if maybe Cobb County, you know, partnered with Gwinnett or something like that to offer things in the fall right. that would be more suited to your timeline. So, hey, call back and let me know what you find and when you're going to take the classes. I'm right there with you. I got my first one today. All right, well, good. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you, Richard. Have a great Saturday. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I'm such a little nerd with my notebook, my pen. So like, fun. I am going straight to Hickory Flat after this. And I love learning. Continuing education is so important to all of us, right? 404-872-0750. Roseanne and Marietta, hey there. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah. Um, I love listening to your program because I learn so much whether I have the plant or not. It just makes me feel like I've accomplished something. Thank so, you. Um, wanted to ask, last year my husband and I purchased three dogwoods, two pink and one a red. And I wanted to find out if there is, if this is a good time to be fertilizing and what the fertilizer should be. They're not big trees. They're probably about, what would you say, Jim? 10 to 12 feet tall. Okay. Mickey, what are your thoughts yeah, on Yeah, you that? could use a slow-release fertilizer when they start putting the um, the uh, blooms on, the buds, the flowers, the leaves on is when I would do it. When they start going okay. into active growth is when I fertilize things. So All right, and the what dog, is the name of the fertilizer again? I would use a slow-release fertilizer. Slow. Pike okay. says one, just use one that's a slow, because dogwoods are very shallow-rooted. You don't want to use anything that's going to burn the roots. So I'd just okay. use a slow-release Well, fertilizer. I do want to say, as far as the orchids are concerned, mm-hmm. I can. I am a really great killer of orchids. <laughs> uh, you so, and I both, sister. I don't know what I, it is. 
when I heard about the bath that you put them in, uh-huh. I thought that would be a perfect idea because probably right. what I'm doing is over watering. Yeah. So, you know, I, and, and so many it. of us don't realize, you know, when you just have it there and it's bloomed and it's beautiful and then you kind of forget maintenance after after the blooms fall off. But I think it's important to realize that clear pot, that clear container is within this other pot. And so if any water stays at the bottom of the outside pot, yeah, they're going to get root rot. I mean, that's just going to be too much water. But like with houseplants we talked about last week, consistent watering. If you can set yourself up on a schedule that every Thursday when you come home for work or every Saturday morning when you're up listening to Green and Growing, you just have your mind wrapped around that consistent watering for all your houseplants. Orchids are no different. But you need to stick your finger in there and make sure it's dried out. You don't want to stick it in there if it's still. Yeah, because, I mean, conditions could vary if you do have a house plant or something that's near a vent or a drafty window or something that might dry out sooner than the other plant you watered at the same time that's not close to any kind of drafty situation so roseanne i really appreciate that and hope you continue to learn all right coming up on 8 49 here green and growing some final thoughts in just a few minutes stay tuned we'll be back it's Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on 95.5 WSB. The news, weather, and traffic team will be here first thing Monday morning to help you get back to work on time and informed. Now back to Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. And we're Brian, back. can I see that paper for a sec? Oh, that's right. Huh. That's odd. I thought that would be big news. You thought what would be big news? Peter well, and Brian there seems Griffin. to be an absence of a certain ornithological piece. A headline regarding mass awareness of a certain avian variety. What are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, have you not heard? It was my understanding that everyone had heard. Heard what? Brian, don't! (laughs) Surfing bird from Family Guy. If you don't know Peter Griffin and Stewie and Lois and Brian, you definitely want to. Thank you for that, Jason. Awesome. (laughs) We've had fun with birding today, for sure. Want to get you uh, up to date on the weather. I know some of you are waking up to 35 degrees. It's pretty chilly. There is a, a chance of snow if you're not already seeing it. Some snow, some rain, no freezing rain, though. Highs only in the mid-40s today, low around 33. Tomorrow, more sun, high of 57 and a low of 44. So, Mickey, we covered the Pikes pick just a few moments ago. Orchids, what's the deal for the weekend? Well, it's 20% off Saturday and Sunday. You need to ask, you need to remind them that it is the... it's the Pikes Pick, and they'll give you the 20% off. And when folks go into the Pike Nursery, we've talked about birding. Y'all's birding section of the stores are beautiful. We have a great birding area, and we have there's an expert in every store. So if you have questions about what kind of bird feeds you need, whatever, then come in, and they'll be glad to help you. Thank you for sharing your knowledge and your Thank passion you. for birding with us today. Thank you were you a perfect so guest for this. I enjoyed the class at Pike a couple week- weekends ago that Mickey gave on birding in West Cobb. And you, too, can go to a Pike Nursery class today at select stores orchids it's a free class starts at 10 a.m get on pikenursery.com and register for that the north atlanta home show now going on in gwinnett at the infinite energy center northatlantahomeshow.com for more that's going to be a great time today and tomorrow to take the family out it's been my honor and my pleasure to host the show today green and growing now on every saturday six to nine right here on 95.5 wsb and i'll be back next weekend y'all stay safe on the roads today Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. 
Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.